0: So tomorrow we're going to look at, we're going to begin our study, and we're going to look at the 51st Psalm. And I just want you to pull one thing out of the 51st Psalm. What David is saying is that, God, I know you don't delight in the things I bring to you. We bring in stuff to you. You delight more in my heart. So, David here, David here is saying to God, "You know, I know you don't want lip service. You want heart service. You know what lip service is all about? Lip service is about like saying grace. And you're gonna help me with that. This is gonna be interactive this morning. So you're gonna help me with the grace we were taught to say before we ate. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So, what I'm saying is, we were taught to say grace. Hello? We were taught to say grace. Grace is not something that you say. Grace is an expression of gratitude from your heart. You can write that, Lisa. That's my message for the day. (laughs) Grace is an expression of gratitude from our heart. Grace is saying to the giver of the gift, I feel you in my heart. I love you in my heart. And grace wants to respond out of that place in the heart. I'll give you an illustration of grace. When you take a child to the beach, you don't have to tell a child to run and play. You don't have to tell a child to scream, break off into the sun and sometimes even into the water. If a child is opening a present and it's something that that child wanted, you a scream, a shout, you know what I'm talking about? It's a heartfelt response. God is calling us to a place of heartfelt response. We're post-COVID. We've just come from COVID. 19, have we ever stopped as a community to say, thank you, God, for bringing us through COVID? I know every one of you came through COVID (laughs) because you're here, right? I know every one of you came through all of the little COVIDs that has been going on in your mind and in your head. What I'm actually saying is this morning as we go into the story of Noah and the ark, we are going to look at that story a bit differently this morning. When I was growing up and they told that story about Noah and the ark, the thing about it, people, I just couldn't wrap my head around that story. I didn't believe it, but I couldn't tell the grown-ups in the room that I didn't believe it. I could walk in the Greek mythology. I could understand the Greek legends, but to tell me that eight people put a few thousand animals on the ark, as a, as a kid, I was playing around with those numbers. They had to get all these animals on the ark and then lock themselves up. And they had to feed all of these animals for about a year. Imagine eight people performing all of that. No ventilation that we know about. (laughs) Imagine the mess. (laughs) Just use your imagination. What I'm saying to you, Lisa, They didn't tell me that the story was not about what Noah was doing. The story was not about what Noah was doing. When we heard the story, it was Noah, 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 Noah. The only part Noah played in that story was his obedience. The story was about God's deliverance. The story was about what God was doing. So when I started understanding a story like that, then I could, you know, I could hold on to it. I could use my imagination and see those animals just being so submissive and moving on. I'm, I'm seeing magic now when I see God doing it because God, we know, can do anything, right? So if God wanted all these animals on his boat and if God wanted them to be kept all that time, then okay, God can do it. What I'm actually saying is that whatever your ark is, Whatever your ark experience is, whatever darkness it is, whatever has you shut in, you need to believe that God is about to open that ark. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Can you imagine? It never rained before. Can you imagine the thunder and the lightning? And they can't see it, but they can hear it. Like, oh, my God. But you know, they knew that God had this. God had this. Because that's what Noah was preaching, that God said it was going to rain. Like Jesus said to us, calamity is going to come. Trouble is going to come. An arc experience is going to come to you in your life if it has not come to you yet. An arc experience is going to come to you. And Jesus is saying, I'll be with you. I'll be with you through that ark experience. Whatever arc or dark experience you're going to go through, I'm going to be with you. So Lord, now the rain has stopped. He opens this window. We know the story, right? So I'm going to just move the story right along and go to when he sent. Because he sent sent out the raven, then he was sending out the dove. Noah was checking what's going on. When that dove came back with the olive leaf. Some people like to say an olive branch, but the story really says an olive leaf. When Noah came back, when the dove came back with that olive leaf, Do you think Noah was like, okay? Hello? Okay. Uh, Can you imagine the praise? As a matter of fact, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes right now and picture yourself being on that ark. Just close your eyes and picture yourself being on that ark. It's nearly a year now. It's a long time, and this dove comes with a symbol of hope. It's not over yet, you know. It's not over, but the process has begun. An olive leaf. An olive leaf. Like, yeah, people. Yeah, family. Yeah, children. Let them people laugh now. They couldn't laugh, eh? But this is about to be over. God was faithful to his promise. God has promised to be with you in your darkest hour whatever you're going through this morning whatever difficulty whatever burden you came here with it's your arc experience jesus is with you i'm calling you to the communion table this morning but i'm calling you to a double emblem this morning and i'm going to ask this community to pray We usually have a problem praying as a community, because we don't like being silent. We don't like being still and listening to God. Some people go up to that room where Dr. Allen has the meditation, and they stick their head in there, and they see people quiet. oh my God, all those people, and they are sleeping. I'm going to invite you to a double. Emblem this morning. And I was talking this up the other night at an art event I was at. I was talking it up to a friend who doesn't even go to church. And she said, she said, Tyrone, I get it. I get it. I get it. The olive leaf was a symbol of light at the end of a dark tunnel. She got it. People like, I want you to get it this morning. So what are we going to do this morning? We're going to come to the Lord's table in a different way. Remember when Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me? The reason why Jesus said that is because we are so inclined to forget. We are so inclined to forget, especially when it was a bad experience, if we just look at the death, the burial, and we don't focus on the resurrection and the presence of God right here in our midst, in each one of us, we could come to the Lord's Supper, try, well, okay, we're just doing this remembering Jesus, and we pop it up, and we drink it, and we just remember Jesus, and we go home. I'm calling you to look at it. In a different way, I'm calling you to feel it in your heart, which means actually <laughs> it's difficult for you to feel this in, a, in your heart if you're not a believer. If you didn't believe this stuff happened, like how I didn't believe that stuff they were telling me about Noah and the ark, I just didn't believe it. If you didn't believe that Jesus died for your sin and you come and take this, it's just a little piece of biscuit. That's all it is. If you come and take this and you don't believe the story, that's all it is. You, so you really don't have anything to be thankful, to be grateful in your heart for. But guess what? Maybe the Holy Spirit is working on you right now to shift your belief system. And this is the time when the saints of God ought to be praying. Because I believe someone in here this morning needs to change their mindset. I believe someone in here needs to experience Jesus in a different way. The way some of us carry Jesus in our heart, from a heartfelt place. So coming to the Lord's Supper, coming to the Lord's table, for some of us, it's a spontaneous reaction. It's reflex. It's muscle memory because we know that Jesus is alive and well in our hearts. I want to do this in a different way. And as we do this, I'm challenging this community to quiet themselves and pray. If you want an image to be in, if you want an imagery, think about Noah. Think about Noah when he came out of that ark, And we're looking at Genesis 8, Genesis 8, we're looking at Genesis 8 where Noah came out of the ark. It says that Noah built an altar to the Lord, taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds, and he sacrificed a burnt offering. This was, God didn't say, well, Noah, you have to sacrifice. God didn't say, Noah, you have to do this. This was Noah's run to the beach. This was Noah's run to the beach. This was Noah's play in the sand. This was Noah's heartfelt response, and the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma. What scripture saying? God said, "Noah, this is really cool. God, Noah, I love this. No, I, no, no, this is how I want." to live with you. I want you to live from a heart of gratitude. We're gonna come quietly to Lord's table. We're gonna wait on one another this morning. And while we're waiting on one another, we're gonna use it as a time of contemplation and prayer. So Dr. Allen, if you're hearing me, or whoever's on the porch, I'm inviting you to lead the tribe from the porch and march them up here to participate in this experience this morning. And we're going to wait for one another. When you get the cup, you're going to get another emblem. You're going to get your olive leaf, and you're going to take that olive leaf away with you. You can put it in your keychain. You can wear it like I'm. Didn't. You can wear it like I'm wearing mine. You can do whatever you want to do with it, but I'm inviting the people of the porch to come first to be a part of this event. Let's pray. And you don't have to say anything out loud. Pray in your heart. Pray in your heart as we come to the Lord's table. So I'm asking you to take The emblem. Take both emblems. Take the communion. You can go with it, Dr. Allen. You can take it back to your seat because if we try to do it like this, we'd be here all day. You're going to take it and go back to your seat. Take a leaf also. Don't forget the olive branch. Don't forget the olive branch. You need to take your olive branch also. And if you're listening online and you want, An olive leaf, if you want an olive leaf, call us, write to us, and we will send you an olive leaf. If you're driving in the area and you want one of these olive leaves, stop to our church office anytime, 9 through 5, and say, I want an olive leaf. I want to connect to this experience. So I'm going to invite this side to come, this side to come, and the center can come. But I want you to get your communion. And don't drink it. Take it back to your seat and wait. Get your emblem. Get your olive leaf and your communion. we got to wait for one another. And while we are waiting, we will pray. While we are waiting, we will pray. And while we are waiting, I will say. See, I want you to know how important this is. We could get so busy. We could get so busy asking or saying, I want to see, you know, like, after we have, a like, Dynamite service, God moving, spirit is moving, and someone is going to come up and say to me, but I want to see the elders. But I want to see the elders. What I'm saying, people, we have to be careful in our desire to see the elders. We miss seeing Jesus. Hello? Coming to the Lord's table is about seeing Jesus and communing with Jesus. Hearing the word of God is about hearing from Jesus. We could miss, we could miss hearing from God if we become too busy trying to hear from the elders. Jesus is speaking to us. Let us continue to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. When Jesus instituted this, it came during another event of remembrance the Passover. The Passover was when I see the blood. When I see the blood, I will pass. Over you. People tend to forget. So they did that every year. This is our 20th year in this building, people of God. This is our 20th year in this building. Maybe we ought to have a remembrance service. If we have a remembrance service, Then people wouldn't be like, well, who's that? That's Clint, the visionary pastor who led this ministry. You see how he's dressed there? That's him. That's him. Not a collar. Not a robe. I was working with him. Having conversations with him for at least, for at least three weeks. We out in the yard talking, and I didn't even know this was a church. I said, wait a minute, this church? And it took another week or two for me to realize he was the pastor. He was Clint. And that's why when I say to you, I'm Tyrone, I'm walking in remembrance of the journey. I'm walking in remembrance of why I came here and why I sat in the congregation, even though I got it, even though I had it. I was burnt out, like many of you came here because you're burnt out from churches. I was going to church where we went to church at 9.30 in the morning, and 2.30, It was normal for us to be coming out. And then seven o'clock, we were right back to church. God knows I was burnt out of church. Now you understand why we keep church so short here, right?